Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. If you hear a little bit of clunking, it's just me putting the phone down. Um, yeah, how are you? I hope that you're doing super duper well. Um, yeah, I just wanted to jump in today because, well, this was just really important to me. I think I wanted to talk with you about making decisions for your business because I just went through the process of making a decision my business about something that I wanted to purchase so I thought this could be a good teaching moment and I love lessons from real life and I love sharing um, with full transparency everything that's going on for me so let me tell you the story so what happened was the other day I was sitting there and I was watching a film with my mum and the film was uh, one of the ones that's in the genre called The Wrong, you know, whatever it's called, like The Wrong Babysitter, The Wrong House Sitter, The Wrong Teacher, The Wrong whatever, and it's usually got a femme fatale in it. And I think they're by Lifetime Movie Network or something. They're pretty bad, which makes them really good. So I love bad TV. This is one of the things I really, really love to watch. No offence to Lifetime Network. I love them. This is what I'm saying. I love them. Um and the one that we were watching was called The Wrong House Sitter. And it was about a lady and she was the house sitter and apparently she'd stalked this guy and she connected with him. She devised this plan to connect with him and uh, be his house sitter. And she got him to sign a document um, that she said was just to absolve him of anything in case anything went wrong while she was doing things um, in the house while he was away and it also protected her and he didn't read it before he signed it he was in a rush to get out the door um, and he said all right then whatever yeah I'll just quickly sign it he signed it anyway she's like really fixated on him as I said bit of a femme fatale situation she's really fixated on him and then what ends up happening is she essentially moves in and there's nothing anybody can do about it because he signed the rental agreement <laughs> and he goes off to all solicitors and the police and everything. They're all like, well, mate, you signed this uh, rental agreement, so there's not much that we can do. And it just was funny. But anyway, story aside, the other thing that was really um interesting to me about it was that it felt like the production crew somebody in the whoever was I don't know making up the the film or the story whatever they're doing the props and the set must have had this bright idea to use an iPad and they must have thought it was such a great idea because the same iPad was used by all the characters <laughs> in almost every scene one of the characters was using this iPad and I, I turned around and I said to my mum have you noticed that everyone's using like this graphic iPad <laughs> she's like I have and then I guess because we noticed it it was in our awareness and so we started to keep seeing this iPad turn up and I said to my mum I feel like this is always an ad for iPads and she said yeah me too <laughs> and then I said to her Oh, I don't really use mine and she said oh I do sometimes I bought us both iPads about two years ago 
and um, just brand new ones. And the reason that I bought one at the time was because I had a friend, and she doesn't even know this, but if she's listening to this episode, she <laughs> should get a lovely surprise perhaps. But she inspired me. Her name's Kim, and she um, was talking to me because we were in lockdown at the time in Victoria and COVID was on and all this sort of jazz. And uh, anyway she had an ipad and she was always telling me about her ipad and how she was on the couch with her ipad or she was you know doing all kinds of things on her ipad and so i started thinking back then maybe i need to get an ipad which is what led to me getting them for a mum and i anyway so i'm watching this film and i said to mum i'm gonna have a look because i just remembered you know i don't really use my ipad but i used to really love my ipad mini and mum said oh my gosh, I can't um, believe you just said that because I was thinking about an iPad mini recently as well. And I used to use mine for, I used to do, when I was a psychologist back in the day, um, I used to use mine for testing. So some, not all, but a lot of psychology tests are now done online. And a lot of them used a platform when I was a psychologist anyway called Q Interactive. It was through Pearson Clinical and so I had to, um, you've got to do everything on iPads. The client's got an iPad, you've got an iPad. But anyway, I had a practitioner iPad because we didn't actually need to do that much on them. And then I had a proper iPad, I'll call it a proper one, uh, for the client to use so they could see all their testing and stuff like that. But I used to really like the Mini. So I said to my mum, I'm just going to have a look on um, the Apple Store and, you know, see what's going on with them because I never thought that they were that popular or anything so um the, I just mentioned that to you because I'll come back to something in a moment but anyway so I jump on I see them and they've like got these really fancy pants upgrades and I was thinking oh maybe I do want another iPad mini because I hadn't used mine for years because when I first bought my iPad mini um to be entirely honest with you I think I can't remember if I got it brand new I doubt it I would say I probably got it secondhand because I used to be in scarcity mindset all the time with my money um and so I used to panic about buying anything you know like tech wise because I used to think it was such a big investment and you lose so much of like it depreciates so quickly and all this so anyway um I can't remember if it was new I would say I probably bought it secondhand but I loved it so much. And I remembered um, the disappointment because I deprived myself the opportunity to use it for fun and pleasure because it was in my mind for work and I didn't want clients to see my email on it and see my iMessages on it, see what I was doing on Canva on it or any of that. So it was really just one for the practice, but I kind of always longed for one for myself. So here I am, day before yesterday, looking at ipad minis and uh, my mum says are you thinking of getting one and i said i am and she said well i would like one too if you're getting one can you also get me one and then my heart sank because i thought oh i, I was thinking you know yeah i can take the money out of the business and i can get one for myself this could be great and i was like so excited about it but then i suddenly felt pressure and i was thinking oh now i've got to find money to pay for another one and you know it's not just the ipad mini is it it's like the cover and it's you know getting a longer extension lead and it's 
um, getting the pencils that go with it. And do you know what I mean? Like, anyway, I don't like to accessorize, but somebody else in my family does. And so in my mind, I was just thinking, oh, ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. It suddenly felt heavy and hard. But as I said, I'm working with a money coach at the moment. So anyway. I started then feeling resistant to the idea of going and getting them. So I I started saying to mum, oh, look, I don't know if I will or if I won't. Um, I don't know yet. You know, we have to look at the money situation. So I was talking about all of this sort of stuff with her. And then I was listening to um, some sessions that I'd had with – former coaches because I get all my sessions recorded so I can go back and listen and one of them was saying to me you know if you want to make a purchase like if you want to build wealth for yourself like not just um in your business oh I've just missed my turn off that's okay it's just traffic and detours and everything that's okay um if you want to create wealth, not just for yourself, but for your business or for whatever, um, it's not only a matter of increasing your revenue. So remember in previous episodes, I spoke to you about like the thermostat. Yeah. So it's not just about the thermostat. Um, it's also about raising your ability to hold on to money, right? Raising the holding frequency of money. So I thought that was super important. Um, sorry, I'm just changing lines here. And I, so I started to think to myself, yeah, so I can raise my wealth frequency. I can start to see myself as being the kind of person who generates this much money or receives this much money each month or each week or each quarter, or whatever. Like I'm working in 90-day cycles at the moment, so I'm kind of picturing everything in that in that light. And um, then I thought, yeah, I haven't given any thought to raising my frequency for holding money. And what does that look like? And I realized that that's probably something that I need to work on because it's one thing, isn't it, to be able to receive more money in a space of time. But if you just spend it straight away, you're not building your wealth, right? You're not um, building your wealth for your private practice. You're not... um, increasing the money that's in the bank account so that you can then invest in things for your business like Google Workspace or Zoom Professional or better supervision or better coaching or better programs or whatever it is, like reinvesting back into the business. So then I started thinking about, well, how does one increase their holding frequency? What does that look like? Um, Because I know energetically if you deprive yourself of things, then you want to, you know, you can only do that for so long and then you um, resist and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to go on a big shopping spree <laughs> and you spend the money that you saved. So I don't believe in depriving. So I was kind of stuck in limbo yesterday thinking, well, how does this work? If I am trying to increase my receiving frequency, but I also need to increase my holding frequency without depriving myself, what's this going to look like? And so then anyway, lots of journaling and stuff like that and digging up old resources that previous coaches had given me, um, going back through all of that and came to the realisation that um, you can spend money while you're saving it wait stay with me you can spend money while you're saving it 
as long as it's aligned with your financial goals. Here's what I mean by that. Like, this is what it looked like for me anyway. And it, look, it might look like this for you, it might not, but I'm just telling you what I did, right? So I thought to myself, well, my financial goal is to increase my wealth. I want to increase my savings. Um, I've got a, you know, I've got things I want to pay for. I've got things I want to do, like I want to renovate the bathrooms in the house. So I know that that's going to cost me a pretty penny. So, but I want to do that. It's not required. It's something I want to do. Um, so I know I need to call in extra money so I can do things like this. Uh, so I told myself about these iPads. Well, is it aligned for me? with the goal of creating wealth and holding on to wealth to buy the iPad mini. And anyway, I just kind of like let that sort of percolate in my mind. I was just letting it sit there and I kept thinking, asking myself that question. Um, the other thing that happened was uh, one of my other coaches. <laughs> I've had so many coaches because, hey, you need to have different coaches it's okay you can move on from your current coach that's not a problem yeah I have had different coaches during my business to help me with different things so one helped me with social media one helped me with my marketing one helped me with my private practice one helped me with my confidence I have one now that's helping me with build, building wealth like wealth generation and legacy building that's what I call it my money coach but it's like more than that um it's a legacy building because I want to know that I'm creating something to leave to my family like you know if anything happens to me I want to know that my nephews and my nieces are covered that my sisters are covered that my brother's covered all that kind of stuff so I'm, I'm doing all this work around that but anyway the point is I've had different coaches for different things and this particular coach was um telling me that she's so I reconnected with her and said hey um quick question for you what do you think about this um and she was like, well, I've got this new way that you can um, view looking at your clients and how are you getting clients at the moment? So I was telling her how I was getting clients. And I said, basically, I'm not seeing one-to-one -one clients anymore. Like I'm, I mean, that's not true. Um, not to the extent that I wanted to or was when I was working with her. So when I was working with her, my big goal was coaching clients and I wanted to have a certain number of them. Um, but as you know, over the last 12 months, all my priorities have changed, especially as mum's health's gotten worse. Um, I just don't have the time to be doing one-to-one -one calls as much anymore. So I love doing them, but I don't have the time and I don't have the energetic capacity to do it like I used to anymore. Um, so for that reason, I, I now only work with, I think I've got five people. I, I've got... Um, some of that's coaching, some of it's supervision, and I think there's one mentoring client in there. Um, so, yeah, and she was like, well, how are you getting them? And I said, oh, well, you know what, I'm not really looking for one-to-one for -one clients anymore. Um, I did recently introduce a new service which does align with me in terms of my energy and my goals, and that is um, consults. So I'm happy to have you know, 45 minute to an hour consultations with people who want to start their practice or they're in it and they need help or they're needing some kind of guidance. So I'm happy to do that. So I've just, about two days ago, actually, I added that to my services in Thrive Cut. So my existing clients know it's there, but 
people who don't know me yet don't know that I offer that. It's something I need to work on next week because, as I said, brand new. But anyway, so she's talking about my client acquisition and I was saying to her, look, I'm just focusing at the moment on um, helping as many people as I can in as little time as I can and that's why I'm using a membership model right now and that's bringing in monthly recurring revenue and that's what's you know my big focus and she's like okay amazing and then she was saying to me well i've got another way that you might be able to get some clients if you do want to do a little bit of one-to-one work and it might be something to think about and i was like well i don't know and then she said well you know you already do like website audits for people and you already do psychology today audits for people and um you already do like private practice audits for people so this would just be another type of audit and you know you can sell your audits and i was like okay maybe i could do that so anyway i came away from that conversation thinking um yeah i do already do those things i include them for some of my memberships um but i don't do them privately as their own kind of thing and i thought yeah i don't have to do an hour for those and that would work for me i could do two or three of those in an hour that'd be great and i could still be helping people that'd be great and i don't need to have a zoom or a google meet i could just do it in my own time and then send somebody the the result you know and so this started to feel really really good for me and then i realized okay i'm gonna get the ipad mini because i thought um the ipad mini now getting that aligns with this because they're going to work hand in hand the thing is at the moment i'm doing everything on my i've got this really i love a big screen so i've got i don't know what size it is is it 17 inches i don't know um desktop it's a mac desktop and then I've got my iPhone. So when I'm out and about, like on my walk or when I'm in the spa or when I'm lounging around in the bath, as I love to do, um, I can be helping my clients uh, using my device, using the phone, but it's not fantastic. I can't, like, it's hard to access the courses that I wrote from the back end on the phone because it doesn't show you everything and you kind of got to flip the phone on the side to get it to landscape so that you can see more of the things that are in the course and you know it's it's just it's really complicated it's hard it's fiddly i don't like it but i won't have that problem on an ipad mini so it will mean that i can be available more quickly during the week when i'm not in front of the computer so it's going to it works because if i get the ipad mini it's going to give me back my time so i'm not going to be having to be standing up in front of the computer oh that's another thing <laughs> i said standing up in front of the computer because buddy naughty boy buddy i think i told you when i first got him a couple of months ago he was just a little puppy he well he was teething he still is um but he ripped my i had this white leather um desk chair it was like a proper gaming chair it was so comfortable it had like a heater in it and it had lumbar support and it had massage functions and it was digital and i loved love 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 loved it and i could sit in that chair and work for hours and just feel like i was sitting in a cloud it was so good um 
but then what happened was yeah buddy chewed it so he used to have like little cables going to the remote control from underneath the seat and stuff so he ripped all those off and then the black cloth that was underneath decided to rip that off and then he ripped the piping off the thing and yeah so anyway that got totally wrecked and destroyed so then I went to the stand-up desk and that's what I've been using for a couple months now not having a chair and I had a white three-seater sofa or couch in my study and yeah the other day buddy was just being really naughty and I'm gonna say it was an accident though he had been naughty um but he's I'd say he's mostly toilet trained. I'd say he's probably 90% of the way there. Um, he knows to go out the back now to go to the toilet. So I leave the back door open so that he's got access to the yard. It's sort of closed off. It's He's got access to a bit of the yard um, out where I keep the spa. So it's all fenced in so he can't escape. So I know he's nice and safe out there. I just leave the back door open. He can run in and run out during the day. So he'd been out and he'd been to the toilet and everything, but for some reason, and this is why I think it was an accident, but for some reason he loves to sleep on top of the uh, couch, um, like right up the top, on top of the top of the backrest, like a cat. He likes to sit right up there, curled up like a cat in the sun. But for some reason, he just peed all over it peed all over it and he was looking me dead in the eye while he was doing it so I was like what's motivating this have you got a problem with me <laughs> is this because I'm not looking at you and not giving you attention or is this because your blood is full or is this because you know whatever so I think because it was his favorite spot to sit I don't think he would have deliberately peed there so that's why I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on it. But the point is, the couch has had to be taken out. Well, anyway, the cushions are out because um, there's pee on everything. It went everywhere. So the cushions are out. Obviously, I can't use it. And because I don't have a husband at the moment, you know, well, I've got a lover, but he's not actually going to come to the house and do like handyman stuff. It kind of takes the, the mystery out of having one, doesn't it? So um, we've had to call hire a hubby. <laughs> and I, I, so we use this guy. His name's Greg. He's with a company called Hire a Hubby. And, uh, you know, I'm calling him up every few weeks to come and do stuff for us. Um, so I gave him a call the other day and said okay I've got a problem but he's like ripped up my chair needs to go to the tip and now he's just like peed all over my couch and that needs to go to the tip so because do you know what it's not a fantastic couch and I was going to get rid of it anyway I guess and it's actually on my vision board to get a proper chair for that room <laughs> like a desk chair and one to sit on because there's a tv in there I'd like to sit down nicely so I guess I'm just going to be manifesting a chair much quickly, much more quickly than I anticipated. So anyway, Greg's coming up on Wednesday to come and retrieve all the furniture that Buddy's ruined. But um, I forget how I got onto that. Oh, yes. So um, what's happening is while I like to see my clients in the morning between 9 and 12, I then have lunch from 12 to 1. And then because I'm working on my money mindset at the moment, I believe in the masculine and the feminine. So that means in order for me to feel safe, calling in the amount of money per week that I am focusing on manifesting at the moment, I need to have the right systems in place. So I'm currently 
behind the scenes updating all of my systems um, I'm just doing this in the back end um, it's a passion project I'm enjoying doing it even though it can feel a little bit fiddly sometimes or it can feel a little bit monotonous I'm reminding myself of why I'm doing it and that I'm gonna do this work now behind the scenes because I know and trust it's a feminine coming in I know and trust that it's going to pay off um, over the next six to 12 months. So I've got to do this work now, um, sow the seeds now, plant the seeds now, um, fertilize them over the next couple of months, and then I'll start sprouting a few months after that. So I get it, and that's all totally fine. But I've had to be in my study standing up from like one o'clock till, you know, four o'clock, and I think Buddy's getting annoyed by it buddy's getting annoyed by it um it's kind of bothering me a little bit that i can't sit down because <laughs> i am not as well flexible or as strong perhaps as i used to be so i'm kind of feeling it sometimes <laughs> um so the ipad mini is aligned because it's going to give me back my freedom which is one of my big things as you know i love choice choice for how I spend my time but also choice for where I spend my time so now it will mean if I want to go out with buddy I can go out with buddy we can go and get a puppy chino together I can have my little iPad mini in my handbag um, on standby and if I see something pop up on my social that needs attention I can quickly whip out my mini and attend to it and it just means I don't have to be stuck in that office um, all day so that feels really really good the other thing too is I had to ask myself, is it aligned with me financially in terms of my financial goals? And I thought, okay, so it's an outlay of about a thousand dollars. It was the iPad mini was eight twenty nine and I just got the low memory one because I'm not gonna be using it for everything. I've got my computer that I use for everything. Um, so I just got the sixty-four gig one. Um, I, it's pink, which I love. Um and yeah, it was eight twenty nine, and then I had to get like the case for it, which I think was a hundred bucks. So yeah, it was nine twenty nine in total. Um, and I thought that's a chunk of money, but is it a good investment? And then I thought, like my current money coach, we do like quantum leaps together and stuff like that, as I've offered to do with you. Um, and I'm loving. So <laughs> those of you who um, are getting quantum leaps, I hope you're loving it too. It's so much fun. Um, that yeah i was remembering from when i worked with her and we were doing the timeline therapy and stuff that the future version of me um does have more time and does invest in things that give her back more time but also make her more money because i don't want to be a millionaire and this isn't about being greedy or anything like that this is about me being able to look after my mum. that's it it's about me being able to look after my mum look after buddy make sure we've still got a roof over our heads you know we live in an area like it's called the woodlands estate um and it's like living in parkland but with that come risks like we've had gum trees last year we had gum tree fall on the roof as you might remember from the podcast and that happened three times and i had to pay for our roof to be repaired three times our insurance premium went up as a result of it um the insurer didn't pay for the last two times for the roof to get repaired because apparently you can only do that once a year with our insurer um 
So I had to pay $30,000 twice last year to get the roof repaired. So it's not about greed or anything like that. This is about how can I make sure I've got a buffer there so that if we need it, you know, we're fine. So in that sense, it made sense for me to go and get the iPad mini because I know that if I can still work but not be in front of the computer. Like I can take Buddy out, I can take my mum out for a drive, we can go down to Sorrento, get lunch, I can whip out the iPad mini, see if anyone's needing help with anything, blah, 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 quickly attend to it. That's more time with my mum. And that's what I really, really want. Um, I want to spend as much time with her as I can because she's not 100%. So it's really important to me to get as much quality time with her now as I can. And same with Buddy. Like, he needs attention. He needs time with me. He doesn't need me standing in front of a computer for six hours a day working, not looking at, at him, putting him in a crate every now and again if he's been rambunctious <laughs> or mischievous. <laughs> um, he needs me. And, and quite frankly, I want to be there for both of them too. So I guess I'm giving you a very long-winded, <laughs> very giving you all the all the um, blow by blow of how I came to the decision to to take the leap and um, spend the thousand dollars today um, it was by asking does this align with my future self is this something that my future self would do is this a product um, that I would still be finding value in 12 months down the track and I figured yes I would is this something that's just going to sit on my shelf and collect dust no it's not um, is this something that I can use to generate wealth yes it is um, is this something that is going to give me back time? Yes, it is. Is this something that's going to give me back choice and freedom? Yes and yes. So in that sense, no brainer, decision made. And you know what? I went into Chadston this morning. So mum called um, some of the dealers was you know like Harvey Norman and um, JB Hi-Fi and all that she called about 20 places well I don't know if it was 20 it could have been 10 but she called a bunch of places yesterday to see if they had two iPads well I'm going through all of this mind you <laughs> my head's just spinning trying to like deal with all of this but um but she was like no we're getting them and she started calling around to see if they had two pink ones and would you believe this is coming back to the start of the podcast where I was saying about them being popular. Would you believe that hardly anywhere has them because they sold a whole lot of them over the Christmas period and the stuff hasn't been replaced yet because of what's happening with the canal at the Red Sea? Did you know that? And I thought that was fascinating. But anyway, so I think there were like three places um, around me that had them and one place had one, another place had one, one was silver, one was, you know, some other colour, but we both wanted pink, which is ridiculous anyway, just coming to think about it, because you put a cover on it, right? <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, 
that was how I made the decision. And I wanted to share it with you because I'm just driving back from Chadston with said iPad minis, plural, and covers and extension leads and pencils and, and all the things that go with them. And I feel really happy. I feel really energized. I don't feel like, oh no, my bank account's just taken a hit. I don't feel like that at all. I feel like um, the doors are now wide open for me to get my life back um, because not that I didn't, not that I lost it, but I know I'm making a big deal over not having a chair, but it's hard graph standing up for six or seven hours a day at your desk, especially when you don't want to. And normally I only work um, from nine to 12. The reason that I'm working afternoons now is because I'm doing these big overhauls. Like I, over the Christmas break, I went and created a whole new program called marketing with soul light and i did it standing up <laughs> my stand up my stand up desk and then i created a light version of pp101 and i did it standing up <laughs> and my stand up desk but now i need to go and update the main versions of marketing with soul and private practice 101 and things like that so i just yeah just it's um, a lot of extra work at the moment so they're longer work days for me at the moment but I know that if I put in the time now then in a few months I'll go back to the 9 till 12 you know and also I only work four days a week like Fridays isn't even a work day for me so I shouldn't even be complaining buddy's at daycare today um, oh yeah fun fact uh, buddy has this harness and i love it so much it is like a really flash sporty harness it looks like an adidas one because it's got these reflective strips on it and it's navy blue and it's got all this webbing and it's um what do they call it wicking to take away the sweat and um yeah he just looks like super sporty and active it's like active wear for dogs and um, a couple of days ago i put it on him and took him for a little walk it was fine this morning i went to put it on him I couldn't get the darn thing around him. He's had this growth spurt and he's just in a couple of days, he's just gone boom and added on a, an inch or two of height and weeks. And I just couldn't do up his little harness for love nor money. It just was not going to close. It was like an, a good inch from from the two ends meeting of his little harness. And I thought, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? How are we going to get you to daycare? So he just had to go with his normal collar um, but I will have to pop into pet stock or best friends on my way down to pick him up tonight um, get him a new harness. <laughs> Poor little buddy buddy. Oh, the other thing that I found out just randomly about, um, you know, dogs and, and teething and everything is he's eight months old and still teething. And I went into a, I've taken it upon myself to go for these big walks down Main Street in Mornington. So Mornington is, for those of you not from the area, it's sort of a beach area. So I'm in more sort of country area. The beach area in Mornington, it's about 15 minutes from me. So um, I love to go down there sometimes when Buddy's asleep and in his crate and um, I know he's gone down for a couple of hours. So I will just go and park my car down one end of Mornington and uh, 
go for a really big walk. So I walk from the top end of Main Street right down to the bottom of Main Street and then I cross over, there's a big park there and then there's a pier and I'll go right to the end of the pier. I'll tap the end like you do, tap the end, touch the end so <laughs> my brain knows I made it and turn around and come back. And usually my walks are about six kilometres. I just feel really good from getting my stride on and being outside. It feels, feels really good. Um... Yeah, I forget where I was going with this story as well. doesn't matter. The point of the story is if you want to invest in something for your private practice but you're feeling like you're going to have a minor stroke about it, you're building it up to be this really big thing and there's fear and there's resistance and your nervous system is saying, no, don't do it, don't do it. Um, the, the process that I use that really helped me with that, that get, that gets me out of survival mode is asking myself, um, is this something that I will still find value in, in 12 months time, or will it have provided me with value over the coming 12 months? Um, does it align with my financial goals? So is this something that's going to help you? do business better is it something that's going to help you get more clients is it something that's going to help you with your money mindset is it something that's going to help you with fee setting is it something that's going to help you with um creating um regular income in your business like think about that um and does it align with your other values so as i shared you know minor i, I really value choice like i want control over how i spend my time um so think about the other values that you have and ask yourself, is this, you know, kind of big ticket purchase here uh, in alignment with that? How will, you know, doing this course, how will having this supervision with this supervisor, how will doing this person's mentoring, how will doing this person's course give me more of my value? And, yeah, think about the purchase in terms of those kinds of questions and you'll find that you can stop being irrational about it calm your nervous system down and get into a state where you can make better decisions and that's what I really wanted to share with you today and I really hope that it helps you it's not it's going to mean <coughs> sorry it's going to mean that, yes, there are going to be times where you say, oh, that's really interesting. I've just realized it's not going to give me more time or whatever your value is, insert your value here. It's not going to give me more of this or it's not going to give me more of that or it won't give me this value or something like that. Okay, I'll walk away from this. And then there'll be other times where you're nervous about it, as I was with my $1,000 um, today, where you're a bit nervous about it. But you find, oh, well, actually, when I unpack it and I look about it, I look at it like this, and for me, it was, how's it going to help me reach my um, weekly or monthly or quarterly financial goals? How's it going to give me back time? How's it going to give me back my freedom and my choice? Um, and how's it going to help me, you know, connect, like stay connected with people without being in front of the computer? Those are my big things. And soon as I answered all of those questions, I knew that it was safe for me to, to proceed with the purchase. So, yeah, I just wanted to share those questions with you because 
it really got me out of my head today and now I am just so 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 excited so I'm almost home now and I'm so excited because I'm gonna go home go give mama her iPad and all the lovely accessories and then we're gonna I guess charge everything up and set everything up and yeah I'll be able to start using it and I'm just so excited because yeah I just can't wait to have more time with buddy you know get out of the I mean I love my little office don't get me wrong I love my office it's a really beautiful office it's got this huge vision board in it that I made the you know a couple of weeks ago now two weeks ago I made this huge vision board it's beautiful and I've got a beautiful bookshelf with all the beautiful books that I've put in category order <laughs> I've got all my crystals in there I love 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 my study but I also love being outside I love being outside and I want to be able to go outside with Buddy and take him for walks and just sit down and but also know that I'm not it's not choosing Buddy or the business like it's allowing me to spend time with Buddy and still address the business if needed so do you know what I mean just gives me peace of mind takes all the pressure off and uh, I'm so excited so yeah I could go home unwrap everything get it all charged can't wait um, if you need help with anything for your private practice, like even if it's around making decisions about courses and programs and services and stuff like that that I offer, um, use these questions to help you figure out whether or not it's the right thing for you. Um, oh, the other thing that I wanted to share just quietly as well, quickly, I mean not quietly, um, is I have a financial goal that I want to achieve and I was thinking to myself oh you know you're not achieving it yet I mean we are just in week one of being back in 2024 um I'm like oh you're not achieving it yet and I started to get really down on myself I thought oh my gosh it's another week where I didn't hit that goal um but yeah what I'm doing now is I just I've got my 90-day planner so I've just gone and updated in my 90-day planner um an easy way for me to incrementally increase the income so over a 12-week period so I just broke it all down and it just feels so much more achievable now and I don't feel nervous about it or like it's not attainable I feel like oh this is totally doable this is absolutely totally doable and I feel really excited about putting in place strategies and I can't wait to see how it all goes and I, I just feel really pumped and really excited about it and yeah I just wanted to share with you like even if you just say to yourself oh I want to increase my weekly um revenue in my private practice why don't you just start off by saying by $50 a week you know if you do that for 12 weeks you'll have what $600, $600 a week extra coming into your practice or you could say I'd really like to increase my private practice income um, or revenue rather by $100 a week over 12 weeks by the end of the 12 weeks you'll have added an extra $1,200 a week to your current private practice money doesn't that feel so good and doesn't that feel so achievable thinking about it in that in that way of just breaking it right down to a small number you know um one of my old coaches used to say to me hey brooklyn take care of the pennies because the pounds will take care of themselves or something like that um 
there's also like a breadcrumb analogy. Oh, take care of the crumbs because the meal will take care of itself. But the idea is if you just focus on the little things that you can do, they compound and they do add up. So if you've set yourself a goal for your private practice, whether it's clients or income, doesn't matter, or appointments or whatever, um, don't put too much pressure on yourself to hit big goals. See if you can break it down into like really teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny little baby steps and it'll feel much easier and much more aligned and you'll have a much better chance of achieving your goal. So I hope this was super duper helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. If you need any help with your private practice, please um, message me. Or you can connect with me on Instagram at the Private Practice Coach too. Have a lovely day and have a lovely weekend. Bye.